Hi, listeners. Dr. Amy Horneman here, aka The Thyroid Fixer and host of The Thyroid Fixer podcast. I'm here to tell you about my experience working with Rachel Varga one-on-one with my skin. I am a self-proclaimed anti-aging skincare addict, and I have spent thousands of dollars on the wrong skincare, always falling prey to those ads that promise to reduce your wrinkles and smooth your fine lines. Working with Rachel, I'm telling you, she is a guide. She takes your hand. She personalizes your entire skincare regimen, really looking at your skin and how it is and what your goals are. She listens to you. And that's the most important part of this journey. It's unlike anything I have ever experienced. In fact, there's nothing out there like it. Rachel is an angel in this world. She will absolutely transform your skin You will reach your goals of skincare, whether it's reducing wrinkles or clearing up acne or just looking good on camera. That's what I need. So head over to rachelvarga.ca and book your one-on-one consult with her. You will not regret it. It will be the best thing that you do for your skin. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Rachel Varga podcast. It's so great to have you guys back here hanging out with me. And this week's episode is going to be a wonderful one to help you really support your hormones because newsflash, if you haven't already gleaned from this podcast, that it's all about body, mind, spirit, energy alignment for optimal radiance and beauty. And why am I talking about holistic health in respects to anti-aging, proactive aging, skin health, you know, navigating being a human, because it's actually all very connected. I had a great review recently come in on the Rachel Varga podcast here. So I'm going to give a shout out to Dr. Melissa. If you haven't already subscribed to the podcast or leave a review, I would love for you to do so. I love getting feedback and you can also find me at Rachel Varga official. Send me a DM of a topic you'd like me to go over the YouTube channel. I sort of do some fun celebrity plastic surgery reviews, but the podcast is really the heart and soul of what I'm all about. Again, I'm just going to reiterate when we do take time for our self-care to do our best to balance our body, mind, spirit, and energy, it is going to bring forth a higher level of beauty and radiance. So if you think that the work I do is superficial, think again, just actually listen to the content that I love to share and the wonderful health experts that I interview and learn from here. And in this episode, we're going to be chatting with Dr. Stephanie Gray on the topic of hormones. So getting back to the wonderful review from Dr. Melissa, the title of the review is Rachel is spot on with a, you know, okay emoji with that little hand making that little cute little circle. And I love it. So it's like, Spot on. Five stars. Rachel is such an amazing resource for everything skin, but goes so far beyond this in her podcast to help educate the masses with everything health related. This podcast is a must listen. Thanks so much, Dr. Melissa, for that wonderful review here on the Rachel Varga podcast. And feel free to hang out with me at Rachel Varga Official on Instagram and Facebook. I am actually going live a little bit more often now, which people seem to really love. And I do have a number of different programs 
programs running as well. So to see what's happening so you don't miss a beat, you can go over to rachelvarga.ca, register for my newsletter, and you can also see which type of skin camp I'm running, whether that's summer skin camp or winter skin camp. And that's really where you're going to get up to speed with everything is signing up for my newsletter and uh, so you don't miss out because things are constantly evolving in the space of health and wellness and rejuvenation and anti-aging and all of this stuff. And I'm here to help you guys stay on the straight of narrow and narrow of what is actually research backed and how to avoid the gimmicks. So without further ado, let's learn the many ways that we can support our hormones And now more than ever, it's really critical that we also uh, you really identify what could be possible stressful triggers in our bodies because that continual hormone dumping of cortisol from being in a stressed out high beta state will actually contribute to various disease processes, thyroid issues, accelerated aging, cancer, stress is linked to so many things. So if you're feeling a little triggered lately, I really encourage you to just take a moment at a moment in time when you're feeling triggered and do some breath work. Just inhale, exhale, you know, don't forget to breathe because what happens is we forget to breathe and then that kind of anxiety and stagnant energy can sort of build up. So just move it. Don't forget to move your guys' body and exercise and all of that good stuff. So just a quick little PSA for a mental health check-in because, um, you know, for myself especially during these times, it's more important than ever. So without further ado, let's get into the episode here with Dr. Stephanie Gray. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rachel Varga podcast. I'm your host as a board-certified aesthetic nurse specialist, and it is my absolute pleasure to bring for you here today. We have Dr. Stephanie Gray with us, and I'm just going to tell you a little bit about her. So she's a functional medicine provider who helps men and women build sustainable and optimal health and longevity so that they can focus on what matters most to them. That stuff is really, really important. She has been working as a nurse practitioner since 2009. She completed her doctorate, both focusing on estrogen metabolism from the University of Iowa in 2011. Additionally, she has a master's in metabolic nutritional medicine from the University of South Florida's medical school. Her expertise lies within integrative anti-aging, and functional medicine. She is arguably one of Midwest's most credentialed female healthcare providers, combining many certifications and trainings. She completed an advanced fellowship in anti-aging, regenerative, and functional medicine in 2013. She became the first BioTea certified provider in Iowa to administer hormone pellets also in 2013, which is a really, if you don't know what that is, we're going to be talking about hormones and cancer treatments. She is the initial author of the FNP Mastery app and an Amazon bestselling author of her book, Your Longevity Blueprint. They enjoy spending time outdoors with, Stephanie enjoys spending time outdoors with her son, William, who is adorable, by the way. They, and Stephanie owns the Integrative Health and Hormone Clinic in Hiawatha, Iowa. Thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Stephanie Gray. It is a pleasure having you here. Well, thank you for having me on. We had the pleasure of meeting last year and it's so great. You know, you're a nurse, I'm a nurse. However, we've both gone on to really explore other fields in nursing. And we've both come to identify that we can help people in really cool ways, both in person and also online to expend, extend our reach, which is, which is great. So 
Dr. Stephanie Gray, what got you into this type of functional medicine, way of nursing, regenerative medicine, all that good stuff? So I was born in Iowa in the U.S. I, I was raised in what I consider to be a very healthy family. We always went to the chiropractor. My parents were growing wheatgrass on the counter. We always had wheatgrass juice before it was a, a cool thing to do. <laughs> always took our vitamins. We were always engaged in physical activity. And I thought I actually may go to chiropractic school. Uh, but I ended up in going into nursing. Uh, the thought of that much schooling initially deterred me. <laughs> a lot of my best friends ended up being chiropractors, which is wonderful. I can refer them patients. And I believe highly in chiropractic care. But there was something about nursing and just that holistic model of care that was really Im important to me. I remember seeing a lot of patients in nursing homes that were struggling with incontinence. And I was, what was brought to my attention was that the number one reason why they are always admitted to long-term care facilities is urinary incontinence. And what was prescribed to these patients was medications control, to control their bladder. And I thought there has to be a non-surgical, non-pharmacological way to help these patients. And it turns out that there are many ways. That was, you know, through nursing school, especially spending time in long-term care facilities, that was just an intro kind of to... Um, introduced me to options other than drugs for these patients. And I thought, if there are non-surgical, non-pharmacological options for incontinence, there have got to be non-surgical, non-pharmacological options for a variety of conditions. Mm -hmm. And so uh, through nursing school, I, I then uh, went on to become a nurse practitioner because I wanted to have the ability to prescribe if needed and the ability to take patients off medications when that time comes. Uh, but I knew I needed to have those prescriptive privileges and I wanted to be able to order labs. And so uh, I think just based on, I, I feel very blessed and raised in a very healthy family. I, I have always had this, this, um, this thought process that there's more to life than drugs and surgery that led me down the nurse practitioner route. And then I have my own personal kind of health testimony that functional medicine has helped as well. And that just solidified my calling. I love it. And you guys have heard me interview so many other health experts. Some of the biggest names in health and wellness actually have been on this podcast, which is just incredible. And where things are going in regards to our healthcare and our health and wellness is customized lifestyle tweaks, right? So we can uncover what those things are that we need to change in our lifestyle through labs, through genetic testing. So tell us a little bit how we can assess our hormones, because that's one of your specialties is actually working with people and balancing their hormones. So what happens when things are out of balance? Because we live in a world of duality, right? Wrong, left, right, dark, bright, unhealthy, healthy, and the same goes with our hormones. They can be on the spectrum of imbalanced and balanced. And I'm a firm believer that when things are balanced, we are going to be our most truest, radiant, beautiful version of ourselves. So where do hormones come into the picture? So hormones are chemical messengers that send thousands, actually millions of, of messages <laughs> throughout the day. We have hormone receptors all throughout our body. Uh, estrogen is very important when we think of skin elasticity and collagen production. You know, women come to see me more for vaginal dryness versus skin dryness, <laughs> but the common denominator there is that they need estrogen to, to help tighten the skin, even back to urinary incontinence I was just mentioning. When women have vaginal dryness, uh, they can end up with urinary incontinence, and chances are that's due to low estrogen. If they have low estrogen in that department, they probably have low estrogen elsewhere that could lead to wrinkles, uh, right, the skin aging process. So 
hormones can help us look good. They can help tighten the skin, uh, but hormones are helpful for so many more reasons. When I think of hormones, I think of a woman with a pregnancy glow, right? She's just radiating. She just feels, <laughs> hopefully feels amazing. She's growing a human, right? So it's very important to assess your hormone levels as you age, because we want to be able to detect subtle declines so that we can intervene. When we think of estrogen, estrogen, there's more to estrogen than just our skin. Estrogen helps with memory. It's wonderful for bone density as well. When we think of progesterone, progesterone is the most soothing, calming hormone. It's great for sleep, great for PMS, heavy bleeding, great for anxiety. And even testosterone is important, not just in men, but in women. It help, it's helpful for mood, motivation, drive, libido, energy. All the hormones are going to help us age well. They're going to protect our bones, our heart, our memory, help with our mood. So you don't want to be low in hormones. <laughs> and how do you know if you're low? You don't guess, you test, right? Getting hormone levels assessed and tested is, is so important. Yeah, that's key. And when people come to me and complain of dry skin and things like that, I'd say it's usually in the, their 30s and early 40s. And that's pretty typical in, in the skin world, right? Cosmetic dermatology. We tend to see that thinning of the skin, that decline in estrogen. What ages are you starting to see people also complain of that and also the vaginal dryness? So vaginal dryness, we usually don't see till later. So between 50s and 60s, sometimes in the 40s, but usually between the 50s and the 60s. However, the first hormone to go is usually progesterone. And that's usually robbed by stress. So I like to tell my patients, stress is our body's biggest hormone and life hijacker. <laughs> so it'll rob us of the very protective progesterone. So many women will start having PMS, they'll have premenstrual migraines, they'll have heavy bleeding, or maybe even infertility. And those are signals to me that, hey, this patient's hormones may be out of whack. Maybe we need to assess progesterone. Mm -hmm. I actually did a saliva test a while ago, and I did it while I was going through a very difficult time in my life. I was working, I was studying, and I really wanted to see where things were. And my testosterone was a little high. And it's funny because I actually really enjoy quote unquote male dominated activities. And I always have, I've been more tomboyish, if you will, riding dirt bikes, playing electric guitars. I just, I just really liked playing with the boys when I grew up as opposed to the girls. So I wonder if, would you say our hormones also indicate which activities we, we like? Is there anything to that? I'm just curious. I have heard that. And I haven't seen a lot of solid research on that, but I, I do think there is some truth to that. I think there's also some truth to um, if we're, depending on where our estrogen and progesterone are in relationship to our testosterone, we may be more emotional and we may cry more easily, uh, especially commercials and whatnot. Um, uh, Commercials, I love it. When I see a certain post on social media, it's like, oh, it's so gut-wrenching. And sure enough, I'm most reactive at this certain time in my cycle. It's hilarious. So there are definitely things that we should be doing when we're you know, observing where we are in our cycle to kind of be a little bit kinder to ourselves. And this is very you know, off-topic, what we were planning on talking about today. But how can we be kinder to ourselves when we're going through our cycles as women and we know that there are going to be these hormonal fluctuations? What do you do to, you know, not get your emotions, get the best of you? 
Well, I think it's important to know that the first day of bleeding, we call that day one. In a 28-day cycle, the first day of bleeding is day one. And so it's really important, days one, two, three, four, and five, usually that first week, that's not when you want to go run a marathon or plan any major products, projects, right? You're losing blood and your body needs to heal and recover. So I think that week, it's really important to just honor your, your body's need for rest. Don't overdo anything that week. Um, week two of your cycle, so days more like seven or eight through 14, is when your body's gearing up for ovulation. You're probably going to be at your peak around day, right when you're ovulating, 11, 12, 13, 14. So that's when you want to plan um, plan good projects, plan something that you really want to accomplish. Many patients feel well week three as well, days 14 through 21, when their progesterone has peaked after ovulation, they feel wonderful. And unfortunately, week four, progesterone declines. So days 21 through 28, many times progesterone or patients start getting very moody and that's when those premenstrual headaches start in, they're more irritable and short fused. That's the week patients are gonna crave chocolate and potato chips, <laughs> um, maybe some fried foods, whatnot, to boost serotonin to help them feel better. So if we know that week is coming, if your cycles are regular and you can predict and plan ahead, I like to, this sounds silly, but I will even salt my salad. <laughs> you know, I'll put salt <laughs> on when I know my body's going to need it or crave it. Rather than eating chips, I'll put salt on my salad or I'll have some healthy fats around. Make sure that week I have lots of nuts and avocados, things that my body needs in preparation for cycling that next week. So if I want to have those available, then I'm less likely um, to cheat and, and not eat clean um, and make wise decisions. Oh, that is such a smart tip to kind of like pre-grocery shop, if you will, depending on where you are in your cycle. Okay, so I get a kick out of this. I mean, every month it's like a new situation, right? I'm going through my menstrual cycle, my hormones are doing this, that, the other thing. Some life event is happening. Oh, why am I so emotional when I shouldn't be? Okay, yeah, there we go. It's that time of the month. So this stuff is really kind of um, interesting, if you will, because we we deal with that, right? Our, our monthly cycles. And then we hit menopause and things really start to change. So it's like, we're already doing our best to try to figure out how to navigate this thing called life. And then our hormones come to the mix. And then, you know, during menopause, things change again. So what are some tips that you like to give women to navigate when their body's going through additional changes, say during menopause and how to overcome those psychological and emotional things that come up? Yeah. So I think back to testing and just the value of that, that you suggested earlier. I mean, testing is so important. And in my book, Your Longevity Blueprint, I mentioned that testing is giving your contract or your functional medicine provider that plan to personalize um, your, your, your longevity plan per se. So I say that your testing is like your fingerprint. I mean, that's your individual blueprint per se. Um, that's giving them that, that individual data, right? If you have something wrong with your car, you're going to go to a mechanic and they're going to run some tests on your car to figure out what's wrong with it. Same when patients come to see me, we run hormone tests to obtain that lab data so that we can personalize a plan to build their health. And I think if women would start checking their hormones earlier in life, we could capture the subtle decline, right? So some patients will come to see me in their 50s and 60s, and great, we get to test their hormone levels and we can um, give them hormone replacement therapy if they need it, especially if they've had hysterectomies. But then they start thinking, well, maybe I should have my teenage daughter or my daughter in her 20s get tested. I think that's the wisest approach. If we can test them in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, we can track their, their decline that we know we know 
a decline is natural, but we want to help patients through that process. So some tips that I recommend patients consider to boost their hormones naturally um, are included on a PDF on my website. So the, the three top tips are reducing stress, fixing nutritional deficiencies, and detoxing the body. That's something that we all can be working on. I alluded to earlier that stress, again, is our body's biggest hormone hijacker. So you don't want to be stressed <laughs> um, through certain times of your cycle, um, um, some days more than others. <laughs> um, but it's very important to practice, have a practice of meditation, deep breathing. Exercise is fine, but you don't want to do too much cardio because that's also a stress on your body. If you're going to elevate your cortisol doing cardio, you want to make sure you have a yoga practice in your life to kind of bring that cortisol back down. So really reducing stress is very important. I, I think part of reducing stress's impact on our life also involves taking magnesium. Magnesium is you know, very important for hormone production mm -hmm. and it's robbed by stress and caffeine and alcohol. <laughs> so that also alludes to one of the next points I mentioned, just repleting nutritional deficiencies. So magnesium, selenium, zinc, even omega-3 fats. I alluded to eating an avocado earlier, having adequate fats in our diet can really help us boost hormones naturally. I have seen many women in my practice who have had eating disorders and who they aren't cycling, their hormone levels are low because they're not consuming enough cholesterol. They don't have enough fat in their diet to make hormones. And then we wonder, uh, it's a two-way street, a vicious cycle. We wonder why they have mental health concerns. Um, unfortunately, they have very low hormones, but the low hormones are also, now I'm talking myself in a circle. No, that's, that's actually brilliant because I think it's really important for women to just kind of just, take an inventory of themselves, right? So I really like what you said about doing that baseline so that when you have that baseline and then you go through some type of change in your, in your life, right? You're, you have a baby, you go through menopause, you, you lose a loved one, you understand what your baseline is. However, you're going to go through little blips in your life and then some things are going to be slightly imbalanced. So it's, it's about getting as balanced as possible. So working with someone like yourself is so key. So that free download that you offered everyone, what's your website again? So I have two different websites. My clinic website is ihhclinic.com. Um, and then my book website, uh, where longevity blueprint products are, my blogs are, and soon to launch podcast is yourlongevityblueprint.com. Fantastic. And we just recorded an episode for your podcast. That is an absolute must listen. Thanks so much for having me on your show as well. So question for you, what does estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone do for us as we age? So again, it protects our bones, protects our heart, protects our memory. And I think it protects our mood and our relationships as well, because if we're adequately balanced with hormones and we feel better about ourselves, we're going to treat those around us better as well. I have many patients who will come to see me, either the wife or the husband first. And then within a few weeks, the latter is, is in to see me as well, because one is feeling so well, they need to get their, their spouse fixed per se, their spouse's hormones um, improved. So they're on the same page, equally balanced. That's really funny because the same thing happens for me, right? Women come and meet with me to learn how they can improve their skin. And then guess what? Their partner starts to use their products as well right? <laughs> and then they say, oh, my husband loved that tinted sunscreen I got from you. It's adorable. It's great. And so we recently met and I offered you a consultation and you've actually been following some of my basic skin steps as well. And I have this really great download 
the sophisticated skin cheat sheet and my treatment planning guide, you guys can get on my website, rachelbarker.ca slash register. Just sign up for the newsletter and you're going to get a copy of my freebies there if you haven't already. But what changes did you see in your skin when you started to learn how to balance your skin? Because you are very prone to skin cancers, you and I both. So it's really important for us of a, a fairer complexion to make sure that we're caring for our skin at, you know, maybe even a bit of a younger age. So tell me what that was like for you. Sure. So I did have skin cancer. Unfortunately, I had to have a major surgery and have um, quite a bit of um, reconstruction done up here on my head because of it. And so meeting with you, well, obviously going through the process of having skin cancer, but then meeting with you increased my awareness of the importance of using uh, sunscreen. So you got me hooked on a wonderful product that was, that's tinted that I think makes my skin glow a little better. <laughs> but beyond that, um, after having skin cancer once, I was pretty hypervigilant about, you know, looking at my skin and, and, and being concerned about various dry spots, whatnot, because that's how this started. And you had me on an exfoliator. So I was worried I had another skin cancer brewing above my eyelid. And I started using that product that you'd recommended. And I felt like a layer of my skin was just removed. And suddenly those dry patches that I thought were suspicious and questionable are gone. I actually did still go to the dermatologist because I should, should have <laughs> to uh, be assured that I didn't have another skin cancer brewing. And uh, sure enough, I, he said, there's nothing to see. So I was very pleased about that. So not only that I don't have skin cancer brewing, but that again, I feel like I, a layer of my skin has been removed that was long awaiting, <laughs> long awaiting help. So my skin just feels so much better. Yeah. And we kept things really basic for you, just cleansing morning and night, moisturizing your skin. And what's really key about the moisturizer is that it basically is like a multivitamin on your skin. It helps to feed your skin. And then your sunscreen, your mineral-based physical sunscreen, not a chemical filter, really, really important to make sure you're using physical protectants. It reduces the opportunity of those precancerous or even cancerous changes to occur and then exfoliating, right? Getting off that dirt, oil, debris, dead skin, pollution, all of that. And where people forget is I did a really cool interview with Dr. Anthony Yoon. He's America's Holistic Plastic Surgeon, a really, really fun guy. And he said, as soon as your feet hit the floor, you've got to wear your sunscreen because our blue light devices are actually, the rays from our, our devices actually penetrate deeper than the UVA and the UVB rays, interestingly enough. So I, you know, I can't obviously guarantee, but it's a pretty safe bet that if you say had gone on with your, your current or your previous skin routine, sorry, it is probably likely that what was brewing on your forehead, because you're using products to feed your skin, those cellular changes, they didn't really have an opportunity to manifest as either like a cancerous lesion or a precancerous lesion. So when we're looking at skincare and hormone balancing, it's not just to make us look better. It's from a health perspective too. The byproduct is that we end up looking better, which is just, just fantastic. I would love to get your take on how can we improve our hormones naturally. So my mother, she was diagnosed with estrogen receptive breast cancer many years ago, had surgery, radiation, and she still feels like she actually suffers from that radiation fatigue. Mm -hmm. And it's not the genetic type of breast cancer where, you know, I'm potentially implicated. It was, um, she was estrogen, she had estrogen receptive breast cancer. 
So how can we improve our hormones without, say, going on hormone replacement therapy? So back to those three tips we started talking about, the reducing stress, the fixing nutritional deficiencies. The third tip was really to detoxify the body. And so you're assisting clients choosing safe skincare. I think the, the majority of the world, and I think of my generation, just I used to go to Victoria maybe I shouldn't say stores. I used to go to stores <laughs> that had <laughs> lotion and skincare that smelled really good. <laughs> and you'd slather that all over your body. And little did we know that likely, because I, I just don't think the education existed back then to, to educate our generation, that those products contained parabens. They contained essentially endocrine disrupting chemicals that now I think my generation has been burdened with infertility and endometriosis and PCOS and estrogen receptor positive cancers, whatnot. So I think we didn't necessarily have that knowledge before, but we have it now and we need to spread it and shout it to the masses that we need to work to choose safe skincare, which you can help, you know, you're helping to educate clients on high quality safe skincare. Um, but we also need to think about what we're eating and not ingest poisons and not, you know, uh, to not poison ourselves, so to eat organic when we can and to not drink out of plastic, just really to, to everything that's going to touch our skin or go in our body to make sure that's not toxic. And because of the toxic burden that we have, unfortunately, been exposed to in the toxic world we live in, we do need to be provoking our body to detox. And my book, Longevity Blueprint, is uh, a blueprint to help patients repair and rebuild the body. And chapter five is all about detoxing. I'm comparing the liver and the gallbladder and the body to the laundry room in our home, right? In our home, there's a constant burden of dirty clothes that need washed and dried and folded and put away. And that doesn't stop. It's not like you do the laundry once and you're done. It's a constant process. And the same is true with our bodies. We can try as best we can to live a non-toxic life, but there are some things we need to do to provoke our liver and gallbladder to dump some toxins into the gut and then bind those toxins so that we can excrete them, right? Um, so I do encourage my patients, just like changing the furnace filters in our homes or our getting an oil change for our car, that they do some form of liver detox a few times per year. Usually after the holidays is a great time or after spring break per se is a great time to do this. Um, so twice per year, really working to detox our bodies can help greatly removing those endocrine disrupting chemicals, allowing our body to send the signals that it needs to send and producing those hormones naturally. I love chapter five of your book because you're the longevity blueprint. That's the name of your book. And this is something I'm really passionate about when people meet with me and they're say using three different types of serums. One is a separate standalone vitamin C serum. One's a separate vitamin E serum. One's a separate hyaluronic acid serum. I did a consultation for this lovely lady and she's literally layering seven serums on and you can just bet. So, you know, I have a background in chemistry when you're layering different different products on what's going to happen is there's a high likelihood for there to be interactions with different ingredients in those different products. So you know what you could do instead of that, just use a really slick, well-made formula that has your vitamin C, E, hyaluronic acid, peptides, copper peptide already built in and is then stable, right? So I really think that that is one of the keys to radiance and beauty is to absolutely limit our environmental stressors, which are adding to toxic loads on our body. So if you are listening and you're thinking, oh, you know, I want to get that injectable treatment or that laser treatment, but your body isn't healthy and it's showing you it's not healthy. 
through things like autoimmune disorders or something going on there. You really need to stabilize yourself in that aspect and really do everything you can to cultivate this well-balanced human, right? That should be our jobs, right? Instead of just going for the shiny object, right? The the magical beauty cream, the magical at-home device that you put on your face and all of a sudden it's going to lift things. I really want you guys to just become smarter consumers and just really pay more attention onto the internal environment instead of just, you know, going down that shiny object syndrome route. So I would love to get your take on sort of the good and bad of hormones and how can we prevent cancer in our body? So you mentioned your mother had estrogen receptor positive breast cancer and my doctor is actually on estrogen metabolism, really looking at how our body is excreting or detoxifying from estrogen because we are exposed in the environment. Driving here today, I was exposed to herbicides and pesticides, rolling my windows down because I drove by cornfields, right? There's so many toxins that we're exposed to that again, uh, unfortunately can bind to estrogen receptors and cause problems like estrogen receptor positive breast cancer. So one of the things that individuals can do to help their body detox from um, those sort of, we'll say chemicals, those endocrine disrupting chemicals is to eat cruciferous vegetables. So cruciferous vegetables like broccoli, cauliflower, bok choy, kohlrabi, those contain something called diendylmethane. I can never pronounce that, but we just call it DIM. DIM helps your body excrete excess estrogen. It helps your body detoxify or metabolize that estrogen. That's like eating six pounds of those vegetables per day. So you should try to eat those vegetables every week. Tell my patients, buy a head of cabbage or a broccoli. Every week you, you need to go through those cruciferous vegetables. But taking DIM can also be extremely important, not just for breast cancer itself, any estrogen receptor or any estrogen related cancer. So colon, prostate cancer, uterine, ovarian, and breast cancer. Plus DIM can help reduce cysts and fibroids as well. Those are related to poor estrogen congestion or metabolism. Mm -hmm. So there you have it. Eat your greens because it's going to help your waistline out, but it's also going to help your hormones out. And you can actually take that a step further and do some specific gene testing or work with the nutritionist mm -hmm. to see which foods, for example, vegetables, grains, things like that, that are going to work for your, phys for your actual constitution of your body because we're all wonderfully and beautifully made here. And the way that we can really determine which things are going to be good for us or that we should avoid are actually through labs. It's not just about reading this article that says, okay, this, you know, magical superfood is really good for you. And same thing with coconut oil. I've heard so many experts say that I've interviewed who are other skin health experts that some people actually don't do well with things like coconut oil, which is like hailed as this magical skin product, right? Mm -hmm. But some people that actually makes their skin more irritated and makes them break out. It's just, uh, it's just really fascinating that you can take all of these little tidbits of information and they could be great pieces of advice, but they might not necessarily be the best thing for you. So it's really, really important for you to become very discerning for yourself and really tap into your inner knowing of what's good for you or not good for you. So say, for example, you can't afford to see a provider and get labs done, which, you know, for the most part is quite affordable. If, if you look at the, the route down the road of not looking after yourself 
and the cost of medications, missed work, things like that. Of just taking the time to maybe do a little bit of investigative research on yourself. It, it is going to pay off in the long run and give you sort of a better quality of life. So I just really want to thank you for joining us today, Dr. Stephanie Gray. Where can people find you? How can people work with you? And also share a little bit about where we can get your book. Sure. So my book is available on Amazon and in all bookstores. You can follow me on Instagram, Stephanie Gray DNP. And then my websites are yourlongevityblueprint.com where we're offering 10% off for a book purchase or any supplements like DIM or magnesium. You use the code VARGA. And my clinic website is ihhclinic.com for integrative health and hormone clinic. That's fantastic. Do you have any closing remarks in regards to how hormones affect our aging process? Well, one thing we didn't get to was hormone replacement therapy. And so I do want to mention to anyone, especially who's had a hysterectomy, hormones aren't bad. Hormones are important for aging. And if you've had a hysterectomy, you don't have the organs anymore that produce hormones. So there is absolutely a time and place for hormone replacement therapy. You just wanna make sure you're having your labs assessed beyond just the levels. You can look at estrogen metabolism and you can find a provider who can select a very safe form of hormone replacement therapy for you based on your needs. Oh, I love that. That's so key because I think for someone like me, I'm kind of afraid of HRT, right? Because of the experience my mom had. However, that was almost 10 years ago. So things have really come a long way and there are so many wonderful hormone therapies available. So your, your book longevity blueprint is such a great resource for people to read at their own pace. And I particularly do like chapter five because I feel like detoxing is one of the first places where we can start to, to actually regulate our bodies. And chapter six is all about hormones and all the options that are available. And I also failed to mention, <laughs> I do have a course, Your Longevity Blueprint. So if you'd like to learn more, you can certainly dive in there. Fantastic. I'm so grateful for forward-thinking, healing individuals like yourself. You're, you're just such a, a well-credentialed healthcare provider who's really taking things up a notch, right? The whole premise of the Rachel Varga podcast is to bring world-class health experts like Dr. Stephanie Gray here to keep you guys in the know of what's going on. And, and I'm just so grateful for these conversations because what you share with me actually then allows me to take better care of my clients. So I'm really grateful for the work that you do, Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining us today. Well, likewise, thank you for having me. Thank you everyone for tuning into this episode of the Rachel Varga podcast. It was a pleasure hanging out with you all. I'm sure you guys learned loads in respects to hormones and how we can really take charge of, you know, this behind the scenes stuff that's happening in our bodies to best support our body, mind, spirit, energy, because hormonal shifts really do happen as we go through different life transitions. So whether that's your personal, professional career, your personal life, what's going on, as well as when you have kids and when the kids leave the house, when you retire, and also when we uh, potentially lose a spouse or a loved one. These are all times when we really just need to spend a little extra 
time on our self-care and give ourselves a little extra love because that's really what this podcast is all about. It's it's intended for you guys to just tune in, get a little bit of a healing download to support your body, mind, spirit, energy because what I've learned in nearly 10 years and over 18,000 procedures later working with people from all over the world is that cultivating radiance does actually take work. But the cool thing is, is that most of the stuff is free. It just takes time. So really, I encourage you guys to tune into yourself. What's making you feel good right now? And keep yourselves out of that high beta cortisol dumping state because it really does impact our health and our hormones as we've been able to learn in this wonderful wonderful conversation here with Dr. Stephanie Gray. What a wealth of knowledge she is. If you have any questions, please reach out to me. You can send me an email, info at rachelbarka.ca. If you have any skin questions and, and you're not sure you know, if you want to have a consultation or if you want to work with me through my seasonal skin camps, uh, summer skin camp is running now and it's not too late to register. If you wanted to head on over to rachelbarka.ca, you'll see that little button on the homepage, summer skin camp, but also winter skin camp is running as well in the winter month. So seasonal check-ins for our skin is great. And the skin camps are just a really great way for you to be able to get some live Q&A time with me. Because what I've learned is even after you guys have say done a one-on-one skin session with me, where we really hone in on what you can be doing at home and then come up with a plan for you in clinic, this is really great opportunity to just get those check-ins because A lot of you guys have the same questions and it's great just to be able to be in this safe container, support one another. The vibe in summer skin camp right now is just so much fun because, you know, you can get a little bogged down with anti-aging this and that and you got to buy this, you got to do this. It's, It's really not about that. There are just some really easy free things that you can be doing at home and to really kind of streamline and sophisticate up your skin routine. And if you haven't actually gotten my sophisticated skin cheat sheet, that's a great free resource that you can access at rachelvarga.ca. When you see that little pop-up, that actually is going to get you registered for my newsletter. Alternatively, you can just go to rachelvarga.ca slash register and you can uh, select to be a part of my newsletter that way as well. That's a great way to stay in the loop of what's happening behind the scenes with me and sort of what I'm up to next, what my next moves are. So I look forward to hanging out with you guys in the next episode here on the Rachel Varga podcast. And until then, be well, stay safe, stay happy and bright. And just remember that people are feeling extra triggered right now around the world. There's there's a lot happening. So just really be mindful in how you are interacting with people, places, and things at this time. Do your best to share a little love and light, no matter what you do, what your job is, what your role is, what your purpose is. I used to pump gas. I used to make coffee for people. And you know, I always did it with a smile, knowing that when people were interacting with me, I could have the opportunity to help make their day a little bit brighter. And honestly, I would be feeling this way in whatever I was doing. And I'm just so grateful to have you guys joining in on the Rachel Varga podcast here. This is just a really beautiful community that we're building. And I wouldn't be here without you guys and without you guys being receptive to this message. So please share the Rachel Varga podcast. Share it on your social media with a friend or family member that you think would want to learn more about this body, mind, spirit, energy stuff for optimal alignment and, you know, really getting you that higher level of being radiance that you know you're 
you're not going to find in a skincare jar. It's really what's cultivated from the inside out. Love you guys so much, and I'll see you guys in the next episode right here on the Rachel Marga Podcast. 